in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everyone is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. And remember, if you don't only follow us, we get really sad, and we think you don't love us. Jennifer gets more sad than me. But you know what makes me really sad, Jennifer? What? A lack of food. Because I get hungry. You get When hangry. I don't have enough food. You get hangry when you don't have enough food. Which is why I should probably move to Maine, don't you think? It, from the article we're going to talk about today, it, it does sound like you should move to Maine. Well, for all those listening, Maine has just yesterday, according to the Atlantic Press, or the Associated Press, as I always miss identify it? You do, yes. Maine passes the nation's first right to food amendment. And this is something we've talked about, not me and Jennifer, but me and my classmates back when I was doing a degree in nutrition. And this question was posed on and off, that should we have a right to food? I feel like we already do. My argument has always been, whenever someone uses the word right, you know, this is a right, that is a right, I completely disagree with the vocabulary. I agree with making food more accessible or, or what have you. But the terminology is what I disagree with. Because remember, someone has to grow the food. Someone has to deliver the food. Someone has to stock the food so on and so forth. And so you don't have a right over those people to give you food. Yeah. But you can change policy to make it easier for you and so on and so forth. So I really don't have a problem with making getting food easier, but I have a problem with the vocabulary. It's usually what my arguments come down to is I hate the vocabulary. So you just argue semantics. That's your, that's your point here. I hate when people use poor semantics to make an argument. Yeah. So, for me... Because it confuses people, and they don't know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah. For me, being in a social work background, mm-hmm. we, I mean, we literally talk about, in any situation, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. And... At right, the, food being at the bottom. Yeah, food being at the very bottom. Like, one of the most basic needs, because it fuels your body, it, it, it make you go. What is it? Food, shelter, water? Food, shelter, clothing, things like that. Um... So to me, it's not even something that needs to be talked about. It just, it just is. I mean, that's just what you need, mm-hmm. and you need to have access to it, like you said. Right. If we have to phrase that in such a way, but then also, you know, the Constitution literally starts the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. That's already a right. That's already a right that you mm-hmm. have. You have the right to life, therefore... You need food to have life. Right, but when they're talking about rights in that instance, those are not things that people give you. Those are just given to you when you're born. You have these natural rights. No one is giving them to you. In the same sense that food has to be given to you from a farmer or a truck driver, for instance. And so that's where the, the vernacular is becomes the problem. But I completely agree with you that people do need food to survive. Yeah. And if you are someone who does not have access to food, that's going to cause a world of hurt. Um, so in Maine, voters passed the nation's first right to food. 
constitutional amendment on Tuesday. A statewide referendum asked voters if they favored an amendment to the Maine Constitution to, quote, declare that all individuals have a natural, inherent, and unalienable right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, sustenance, bodily health, and well-being. It was an experiment, not tried before in any state. I love this. That doesn't seem to clear anything up. I love this. If I'm correct, this is saying that you have the right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of your choosing, meaning that you can grow your food anywhere on your property. You can raise chickens or cows or whatever anywhere on your property. Mm -hmm. In my background, this wasn't a problem. So maybe it's a problem in Maine, right? With uh, my, my, my thought is, what is the housing associations? I can imagine that becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. And if you want to start a garden, you can't. Yeah. Because that's they what have I was strict as well. Right. They have strict rules and whatnot. And there's been so much of a push in recent years to mm-hmm. have like community gardens and right. rooftop gardens, things mm-hmm. like that, and you know, have specific plots for each resident mm-hmm. if they wanted to use them. And I think that's amazing. I yeah. think that's what people should be doing. I think that's cheap, gets them outside. They have access to food. They're mm-hmm. learning. Great growing environment for the kids. Whatever. I completely agree. If the problem is like a restriction on where you can grow food. And that's yeah. where we need to put the mandates. Uh, not necessarily mandates. Mandates is a bad word. No. But just getting rid of those. Those restrictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only problem I see is if you're growing food and you don't know how to grow food and you're doing a poor job at it, you've got a lot of bugs that's true. You got a lot of bugs. You're yeah. overwatering plants, you got bugs. You're not watering plants enough, you got bugs. You're letting plants overgrow, you got bugs. You don't even do anything, really, and you have bugs. I know. It's awful. It's <laughs> awful. I have so many fruit flies, but they're all gone somehow. They just disappeared one day. Mm, they're not gone. I saw one, like, not half don't an hour ago. Don't say anything. They're going to come back. I didn't back. see one. They're not here. Supporters used the campaign to make the case that the amendment would ensure the right to grow vegetables and raise livestock. I guessed it. In an era when corporatization threatens local ownership of the food supply. They positioned that the amendment as a chance for Mainers to wrestle control of the food supply back from large landowners and giant retailers with little connection to the community. So is it going to get rid of their land? I don't agree with that necessarily. Yeah. But This is odd. Is there actually an amendment or did they just vote to come up with an amendment? I guess they voted on the amendment. Uh, opponents cast... The drive as deceptively vague. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's fair. Too. I was on board until it seemed vague. Yeah, it's, it's very vague. Um, they also said it represents a threat to food safety and animal welfare and could encourage mm-hmm. residents to try to raise cows in their backyard in cities like Portland and Bangor. I would hope that it's not as broad as that because I'm not, you know, like dumb. I realize that a cow needs a certain amount of land right you can't just have a cow in your backyard because it needs a certain plot of land to have enough grass to graze to poop to do all its cow things it it, you can't just put it in your backyard you need a good 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 amount on the roof of your apartment complex right you can't have cows and chickens and whatever just in your backyard pooping because then it could get into the water supply and you have to keep things safe and and whatnot yeah so i would hope it's not just some but how do you regulate that 
well, I guess you prevent people from. <laughs> no, I, I would imagine that. I don't know. They'd have to. I, I don't live in Maine. I don't know what the. I don't know what life is like up there. Yeah. What the residency is, or how much land someone has. I'm sure there would be certain restrictions for certain people. Like if you have an apartment, you can't have a cow. But then that goes against your right to food. That goes against that apartment resident's right to food. Well, that doesn't matter to me because I don't agree that it's a right. I agree that it's a it's a good thing, but it's not a it's not a right. Uh, Maybe they explain it a bit more. Also, if you're starving and you think I'm going to raise a cow so I'm not starving, no one you'll is be dead that. by the time that cow is, no is ready one. to go. No one's thinking that. And where are they slaughtering these animals too? Oh God, why'd you go there? Now I'm sad. Okay, I let me rephrase my thinkings because that's what we're going to be doing here. I would agree you should be able to grow your food wherever you want as long as you own the property. I don't think you should be... Well, you can't just go grow a tomato on someone else's lawn. Well, no. But I was thinking about apartments again. Like, But you should... You could... I mean, an apartment usually doesn't have... Well, they own that land. Like, I can't go outside my apartment and just start growing, I don't know, raspberry bushes. That's true. Um, anyway, continue. But if you own the property, you should be able to grow whatever the heck you want, which is odd because I thought that's how it worked unless you live in some homeowner association. But maybe Maine is different. I don't know. But I would say that there should be restrictions on animals because that's a whole different that's breed. That's a whole different ballgame. Right. I will say... It's a health hazard. We we planted a fig tree and we did have to get our homeowners association mm-hmm. like approval for that. Right. So I feel like as long as it's for food or sustenance or something like that... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shouldn't have to go through a homeowner's association for that. Yeah, I disagree with that. I, I think you should have just been able to plant that tree. Mm-hmm. You own that property. Yeah. You don't get to tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. Except you totally do, so please don't. Like, I get up. the point of the homeowner's association because they don't want your house looking like crap yeah. and driving down the property value. They get a little power hungry, though. Right. They get a little ridiculous. So. I think there's a line. I think if your house starts looking like crap, then maybe they can step in. But... We had to get the color of our roof approved. We just recently got a new roof, and they had to approve the color of the roof before See, we could even start on the roof. I get it. Yeah, I know. I get it. I want, I want the individual liberty to do whatever you want with your house, but I also understand that your house is, is associated with the price of it someone is. else's house. Yeah. yeah. So that, that one's tough. I know, people are always like, oh, I don't agree with homeowners associations. And I'm like, I do, but I don't. Yeah. Also, ours provides lawn maintenance, Mm -hmm. so I love that. I haven't mowed a lawn in years. That's good. So. I I guess the good, I guess if you're not a slob, then you really have no problem with the homeowner association. Yeah, but then also, like, some of our neighbors have gotten some warnings and stuff for some pretty ridiculous stuff. I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head. I just know that they were like, ah, we got a fine or a warning for this, and we're like, mm, that's dumb. Hmm. Don't do that. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, Senator Craig Hickman, a Democrat and longtime supporter of the amendment, whatever the amendment is, said he was inspired, uh, he was inspired that this legislation, legislative session what inspired this This legislative session session by the amount of bipartisanship that went into this amendment blah 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 blah. okay the main legislature previously approved the proposal by a wide margin but it needed the approval of voters most constitutional amendments do right right uh it's always a good idea to secure and protect an individual right in the world we live in food is life 
said Hickman. I don't understand why anyone would be afraid of saying so out loud in the Constitution. How many people are going to be growing enough food to, like, survive off of? Like, that's a lot of food. Very few, I'm sure. Am I, are we, I mean, there's not a lot of information here. Is it just, maybe it's for local farms and not actually for, like, individual people? I would need to read it. Like, to be fair, we did read the amendment. I could pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. It's always a good idea to secure and protect an individual right in a world. Uh, oh, food is life. I, uh, okay. Uh, this proposed amendment was the result of effort by members of the state's food sovereignty movement. The movement includes small farmers, raw milk fans, which my mom is a epidemiologist, um, so. That's uh, a no. Right? That's a no, yes. That's a no. <laughs> Free samples at stores are a no. Uh, but anyway, small farmers, raw milk fans, libertarians, of course, uh, liberals, and anti-corporate activists who all feel that local communities should have more of a say in the future of their food supply. But I can't imagine that if all of these people start a garden, I mean, now you're going to need like a truck to drive around to each of these gardens, and they're going to have to pick the food and put it in the grocery store, I, I would assume, if, if they want to incorporate their gardens into the food supply. I mean, I, I, I imagine that this is going to go through, and in 10 years, they're all going to stop gardening, and they're just going to open, like, a giant farm, and that giant farm is going to open more giant farms, and then all those giant farms are going to start their own supermarket chain. And it's just going to be corporate takeover. Because that's what it used to be. Isn't that what's funny? It used to be that, and then everyone was like, this is way easier just to have a giant farm. So this is the way the the amendment or the ballot question oh, was phrased. Oh, okay. I've actually found it on Ballotpedia. Um, do you favor amending the Constitution of Maine to declare that all individuals have a natural, inherent, and unalienable right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, sustenance, bodily health, and well-being? And they voted yes on that. And they voted yes. So there's no legislation... It's just a constitutional amendment. So the ballot measure added section 25 to article 1 of the main constitution. The following underlying text was added. Mm -hmm. All individuals have natural, inherent, unalienable right to food, including the right to save and exchange seeds, and their right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, sustenance, bodily health, and well-being, as long as an individual does not commit trespassing, theft, poaching or other abuses of private property rights, public lands or natural resources in the harvesting, production or acquisition of food. Okay, so as long as you're not As long as you're not infringing upon other people, I suppose. Stealing other people's chickens or eggs or whatever. Your cows are not getting infecting tipped. the food supply and Yeah. So, that was a little more specific. Okay. But I would be interested to see how this goes. To me, it doesn't actually do anything. No, I think it gives people the ability to sue if a homeowner association or someone says, excuse me, you can't be growing this on That's your property. Fair. And they can say, well, actually, I can under the main constitution, and I can, uh, I can sue you for, for trying denying to me that denying right. me that right. That's fair. 
That's fair. I would be very interested. I would not enact this anywhere else until we see how this goes. Yeah. Because my I want some data. Yeah. I, I love the idea of people being able to grow their own thing, their own food. Um, and honestly, I don't think this is going to, I don't know, interest more people to grow their own food. I don't think people are, like, now gunning for the garden store to grow their own garden. I feel like the reason it passed is because of how it's phrased. It just sounds nice. It. I mean, how do you disagree with that? How do you mm-hmm. say no to that? Like... Well, of Some course, people did. Of course I feel like you should have the right to grow and eat what you want. Right. Like, that's why I'm vegan. I don't know. Like, Let's be fair. It's probably not going to actually change anything. Like I said, not. most people are not now gunning for the, for the what is it, the agway. But watch us be seeds. wrong and, like, watch a ton of community, like, programs move in mm-hmm. and be like, hey, we need community gardens or we're going to sue you. And then and if that happens, it actually changes. I can't wait to see if in five years... Maine becomes like the hot spot for foodborne illnesses. I was thinking that they were going to be like the first state to cure food deserts or something, like because these certain subset of people are raising enough crops and stuff. I don't think for- so. If you're if you're raising your own crops, and you see someone who's I don't know, they don't have any money, they don't have any food, and they come begging to you, and they're like, "Please give me your food." you'll say yes, right? And the next time they come, you'll say yes. And the next time, you'll say yes, but your eyes will be on your crops, and you'll realize that you're no longer producing as many crops as you were before, and this person keeps coming back and taking yours, and you don't have enough for yourself. And eventually, you're going to say, sorry, bro, this foods is for me. I'm thinking the community banding together to make sure that the elderly and the poor and 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 I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think it'll happen at first. But usually community gardens are very you have to buy your spot if if like when you brought up community gardens. Yeah. But if I have a private garden on on my property, well first off, no one wants you on their property in the first place. Just because you have a garden on your property doesn't automatically make all the non-social people that live in the United States these days. I mean, let's be real. No one is social at all anymore. Right? Now that I've suddenly planted a garden is not going to make me more open and accepting to a random stranger hobbling up to my door asking for food. I think about my family. No one's hobbling up to your... Like, this isn't... I'm imagining some medieval town. Yeah, this isn't Beauty and the Beast where the, like, beggar woman... Yeah. I'm thinking of, like, my family who has an avocado tree. They're very nice. And we're like, holy crap, we have way too many avocados. Right. Please, for the love of God, take these avocados. Like, Mm -hmm. now I've planted cucumbers... And it's more cucumbers than I'm going to be able to eat in my life. Uh-huh. Take some cucumbers. Right. No, I can see so that. I'm, I'm solving world hunger with cucumbers and avocados over here. But also think about this. You don't have to do anything with that avocado tree. If you're growing cucumbers, then you have to trim back the plant. You have to make sure that the zucchini or the cucumbers aren't on the ground. Otherwise, they're mold. You have to hoe the land. you got to pick all the weeds. The tree is just there. No, we have to get the tree trimmed because the... Like branches are getting too thick, and That's I mean like, we've got once do, a year. Eh, it's still maintenance on the tree, though. But not as frequent as the zucchini or the no, cucumber. But um, if I'm producing too much zucchini to consume, I'm still going to give away the zucchini or the cucumber, whatever I said. And I would agree with that. Um, but if I was if I was starving, I would not eat a 
cucumber or zucchini. That's gross. If you were starving, you would eat whatever. No, no, I would still be picky. I would not. That's true. Mm. This is you. We're if someone asked about. me, if I went to, if I was, if I was starving, and the only place to eat was like a fancy French restaurant, they're like, "Here's some gazpacho." I'd be For like, free. "No, no, sorry, not doing it." I'm serving gazpacho at French restaurants. That is that not French? That doesn't sound French. Oh. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I really don't. Mm, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think a more important issue is combating all of the food waste. I think that is a much more important. Yeah. Because no. we, the United States produces enough food to feed the entire world. Obviously, we can't feed the entire world because of supply chain issues and, and, and refrigeration and, and, you know, spoilage and whatnot. But we produce enough food as it is. And so you could... We overproduce, yeah. Right, we overproduce food. So if we combat these food um, food waste issues, such as throwing out food that looks funky, right? It's not bad. It like, just doesn't look perfect. Like, like perfect that tomato. company that literally like ships out the, the bad-looking food. Right, the misshapen Yeah, misshapen food and stuff. I, that company is awesome. Or if you look at big chains, like there's the always the videos of like Dunkin' Donuts employees like dumping the donuts at the end of the day, which I get it because eventually if you start giving out food to everyone, people are going to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, maybe you're you could losing have... the profit no matter what. Like mm-hmm. you're throwing out the product. Right. You've, you have produced the product you're losing what you produced. Mm-hmm. What does it matter if it goes in a garbage can or to a homeless shelter? Mm-hmm. So I think that is a more reasonable attack plan, mm-hmm. combating food waste, because this is supposed to combat food shortages and food mm-hmm. deserts. But if you're able to take the food that's already produced, produced and just get it to these areas... That's, I think that's a better solution. Again, at least sell it like at cost mm-hmm. so that you make the money back from the right. production instead of losing all of like everything. Honestly, I think the more self-driving technology comes about, I think, I think um, food deserts will completely disappear because right now you have to pay for the driver. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for the gas and, and XYZ. But if you have electric vehicles that are self-driving, low maintenance, That'll go down. no driver, and you can just ship them off into the middle of nowhere. And, and Food Desert is not just a, a, a locality that's in the middle of nowhere. It's also like inner cities. Oh, yeah. Where, um, where they don't it's really all have convenience access stores, to stores, not like an actual grocery store. Yeah. Right. Okay. Is there anything else in this article? I'm just looking at I here. don't really think so. Uh, not really. It's just a constitutional amendment. Um, and it's been on the screen. If you want to read the rest of it, go for it um, but let us know in the comment section below do you agree that this is the best way to combat food shortages or, or uh, food deserts or do you think uh, do you agree with me of, of tackling using what's already being produced I think that's a very good plan I don't know I think we both agree and somewhat disagree with this mm-hmm. so that's perfect yeah that's the way it should be and we'll see you in the next one bye guys